welcome to Horror Cafe, where we're serving up a cup of horror, one episode at a time. I'm Jackie. I'm Erica. And this is Zombie Months. This is my favorite months. Our first time that we do an entire month of zombies. And I'm very happy about it. And this is episode nine, and we are talking about the foreign Spanish film, Rec. R-E-C, as in recording. What are you drinking? Wine. Because <laughs> we're actually recording on a Friday night. I know. So I'm living it up at mm-hmm. the cafe today. Yes, you with are. With some wine. <laughs> you? You're really, you're really living it up. Oh, I'm living it up all right. I have Jack Daniels. Nice. Straight with a tiny splash of water and a little bit of ice. Because... Today was an insane day at work for me. Mm. It was a lot of tech stuff, and I mean a lot. So, cheers, everyone. (laughs) All right, you want to go on and read the plot, Erica, while I take a sip of my delicious Jack Daniels? A reporter and her cameraman record the horrifying outbreak of a disease that turns humans into vicious Cannibals. And man, are they vicious. Mm. I didn't think about them as cannibals. That's an interesting way but of... But that's what zombies zom- are. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. They're cannibals. And this is kind of a different take on a zombie at yeah. the end of this movie. Yeah, it sure is. I remember watching this movie when it... I don't... I mean, I don't remember watching this in theater, only no, at No, no, no. This wasn't a... At least not here right. that I know of. It wasn't a... I, um, theater release. Did we watch this together or did I watch it and tell you about it? I don't remember, but I do remember thoroughly enjoying it the first time I watched it. I think this is my third watch mm-hmm. over time and right. it's still a really good found footage zombie, zombie movie. movie. Yeah. <laughs> this um, movie is in Spanish. It is filmed in Barcelona, Spain. You know what I found interesting <clears throat> this time around watching this movie mm. is usually when I watch movies that are in Spanish, um, specifically from Spain, the accent is very heavy for me. Yeah. Um, I know you've experienced that, but I guess I've been watching so many um, Spanish movies like Casa de Papel, which is, I forgot what it's called in English, but... Money Heist? Yeah, The That's Money Heist and a bunch of other show. Great show, by the way. A bunch of other shows, a bunch of mm-hmm. other movies. Either my ear has acclimated and I didn't mm-hmm. struggle mm-hmm. or I'm getting better at it. I don't know. We do speak Spanish. Yes, we do. Just for reference <laughs> here. Yeah. Um, I. So, same thing. When I watch Spanish movies, because we did Veronica in season... One, yeah, season I believe, one. Mm-hmm. and that was also a Spanish movie. Their accent is very strong for me to understand, and mm-hmm. usually because they speak very quickly. Yeah, very, and very fast. In this movie, I actually found myself understanding a lot of it without having to read the subtitles, but I read them anyway because it just makes it yeah easier and I'm lazy. I like it because then I get to know the swear words. But we know the swear words. I do, but I never know certain words, how they translate into Spanish. Mm. I 
I mean, like they used a common one that we use, which is coño. Yeah. Which is like saying fuck or fuck or shit or really damn. Anything. Or, it, yeah. You pretty much use it for anything. Mm-hmm. But it, it's always great to hear that. And then there were some other ones that were literally were like, oh, now I know how to say that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed this movie when I first watched it and I still enjoyed it now. I actually now want to see all the other ones given all the Reddit stuff that I read after it. I know. And our conversation about it. Um, So I now just want to watch all, what is it, four? No, three. The the next three movies. I didn't realize there were so many. Yeah. I know that I watched um, part two. But I don't really remember anything about it. I did watch the American mm-hmm. um, quarantine, uh, yeah, quarantine version of it. So I vaguely remember it too. I remember thinking it was good as well. Yeah. Um. So I'll have to revisit that one too. I know that they did a second one to that, and I've heard that that one was awful. Yeah. I did not see it, so I don't know that to to be true. At least not from my point of view. So. Anyway, let's get on with some movie facts, and I see the pages completely blank. There wasn't much. I didn't find much. We also didn't have too much time in between watching the movie and recording, which is fine. This is true. So I'll give you what I did find. Mm -hmm. Three little facts here. Mm -hmm. Rotten Tomato score. Critics gave it 90. So I'd say that's pretty damn good. Audience gave it an 82, which is also pretty damn good. Great. It was released on November 23rd of 2007. Wow. In Spain. Mm -hmm. Here, I think it released a little bit later. Mm -hmm. Budget of $2 million, and it grows $32.5 million. Wow. I think that's the the benefit of making a successful Hmm. found footage, is that they are very low budget and lord knows i love low budget you do especially found footage but i have to preface that with well-made low budget not low budget and right where it's like very like cringy bad bad all around yeah but sometimes i i like those two it depends it's a mood oh well let's think of one in particular what bad ben Oh, it's good, bad. It's good, so bad, good. One day yeah. we have to yeah, talk about that one. Uh, that whole series is it's bizarre. It's yes. just weird, but weirdly enjoyable. Well, I did find that out that the apartment building where this all supposedly takes place in the movie is is um is on one of the main streets in Barcelona, which is where they filmed it, and it's called Rambla de Catalunya. So there's an extra fact. It was on a busy street, supposedly, where it took place. Okay. More chance of an outbreak, as opposed to like somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Mm, I suppose. That would be the point here. Barcelona so. is quite beautiful, I must admit. Mm-hmm. Would you like to introduce our cast of characters? Absolutely, but I'm going to say that there are a ton of people in this movie, so I'm going to actually just talk about the four main characters, and that Fair enough. is... Huh? Fair enough. Because okay, there's a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I had to scroll. Oh, my God. It keeps okay. going. And it keeps scrolling. So <clears throat> the main character is Angela Vidal. She is a reporter for a show called While You're Sleeping. Mm-hmm. Then we have Pablo, who is Angela's cameraman, and he's the one recording everything. Mm-hmm. Then there is the firefighter, Manu, 
And then there's the other firefighter, Alex. And I think we have a cop whose name is Sergio. Sergio. So that's it. The rest of them, it's a bunch of them. Oh, the the doctor. It's a uh, Guillem. Yes, Guillem. Oh, Guillem. Okay. Yeah, so Guillem. instead of Guillermo. Okay. No, it's Guillem. I know, but okay. So uh, that's it, because there's a bunch of them. There really is. There's just so because it's a of whole them. apartment building. It's a so whole it's... building, and it all the people are there. Yeah. So we start off with Angela at the fire station with her camera guy, Pablo. And they're basically covering the night shift in one of the local fire stations. Now, I don't know about you, but this fire station was amazingly big. It was. Like, it was stacked with firemen, fire ladies. Mm -hmm. Uh, Incredible. What I like about this, and I said this in in the Veronica episode too, and I think in other foreign, I think uh, Train to Busan, I love watching them in the same places that we have here because it's the same. Everything is the same. It's just a different language or a different culture, but we have firefighters. They have firefighters. They live in the firehouse just like they do here. Like, it's the same shit. It's just in Spanish in this case. Right. And it is huge. I mean, it looks like a fucking hotel in there. It does. It does. (laughs) Like, how many firemen? Because, I mean... At least here, or no, probably everywhere in in our city, the firehouses are small. Or you know, they seem like they probably hold they don't, what they don't look like the same. not like this. They literally went into the dining hall, and yeah. it was a hall, yeah. and it was a probably 20, 30 foot table mm-hmm. filled to the gills on each side with firefighters, yeah, having their dinner or whatever. Right. That was crazy. And then the um, sleeping quarters, mm-hmm. it was this long, long hallway. Yeah. That was like, wow. They even played basketball, which I thought was really cool because I didn't, same thing. Like you just think of, unfortunately, that oh, is basketball only here? But no, it's in Europe. It's everywhere. It's actually quite popular in in Europe, and it's just it's cool. It's cool to see these things happen in different areas of the world, and it's just life. It's the same stuff, mm-hmm. and they're making a horror movie just like Americans and everybody else makes horror yeah. movies. Yeah, horror movies bring everyone together. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So it's great. And the whole point of this is from what I'm gathering, right? She's she's the host of this show while you're sleeping. And it looks like she's there to just do a ride along mm-hmm. on whatever call they may get. Yeah. And initially, nothing, of course, is happening. Yeah, and they're kind of bored. It's like 2 a.m. And she's like, well, it looks like maybe nothing's happening. And yeah. then well, they get this call about an old lady, Mrs. Izquierdo. Which who, means left. Which... Well, yeah, <laughs> Mrs. Left, yeah, who's trapped in her apartment and is screaming her head off. Mm-hmm. So off goes Angela and Pablo with two of the firefighters, Manu and Alex. Mm-hmm. And yes, they get there. Oh, they get what they wanted. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> There's like two cops there already waiting for them. Yeah. And they go upstairs. To the apartment. Now, this apartment building has two apartments per floor. Mm-hmm. I think they go up like two floors or something like that. And they find her. And I, I don't know. I think that if I would have seen her 
a person like that, I think I would have been backing the shit up and getting out of there. Yeah, I I wouldn't approach somebody that's covered in blood like this woman was. And looked rabid. And when they get to this apartment, everybody is downstairs panicking. Mm -hmm. So that should already be a warning like this mass hysteria is for some reason it's not just one person freaking out it's your whole building Mm -hmm. and when you see this lady it's like "Mm, mm -mm, nope nope just close that door lock her in right and figure it out right but not only do they not do that she attacks a police officer dawn of the dead style yep right in the neck right in the neck seems like it's a neck thing i guess zombies like necks Uh, maybe it's just because it's instant Bloodification? I don't know. I don't know, but <laughs> Get interesting. Blood of uh-huh. Satis- satisfaction. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Pun. Mm-hmm. Little zombie like, puns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I mean, he goes down. So he goes down, but he doesn't die because right. they say he still uh, has a pulse. Right. I mean, so they the gotta guy get him out. Bleeding like crazy. Right. They shoot this lady. Mm-hmm. Several. Several times. It doesn't seem like they shoot her in the head, though. Which, why doesn't anybody know this by now? Yeah. (laughs) Shoot things in the head. Because no one really expects there to be a real zombie. Well, but come on. Did you not watch zombie movies? (laughs) Probably not. If you learn anything from us yet again, because I think we've taught a few lessons, (laughs) life lessons in these episodes, shoot things in the head. Make it final or or chop it off, whichever. (laughs) Yeah, but remember, even with the chop off, you have to be careful. Yeah, because in Dawn of the Dead, it was still hanging out in that cooler. Yeah. I want to know how that works. but (laughs) Because the brain's not dead. It's still apparently functioning in some strange way. Gross. The bottom line is they take this poor police officer downstairs, Mm -hmm. put him in some other room yeah and then all of a sudden they discover that the building is now sealed off yeah they are trapped inside they're not being told anything Mm -hmm. everybody there is flipping out yeah there is this one lady who has a kid Mm -hmm. whose kid is running a fever and she keeps saying oh she's fine she has tonsillitis and blah 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 and the husband is outside outside with antibiotics oh Oh, oh my God. I just realized something. Mm-hmm. What? Hopefully I'll not forget. No, 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 no. Just do it now. Okay. All right. So they have a dog, Max. Yes. She mentions him. Mm-hmm. But Max is at the vet. Yes. Right? Yeah. Max is infected. Yes. We later, later discover that he's infected. Mm-hmm. That man had to have been infected. So it's already out there. It's already out there. Mm. And those people in the vet's office. I think that's why if this really happens, it's it's impossible. Yeah. So them sealing off that one building didn't do anything. Really didn't make a difference. True. Oh well. Well, well. of course they discovered all this stuff after. They don't know this initially going. That's not true. Hold on. I'm wrong about that. I'm wrong. Because that's what led them to the building. The dog's microchip, because they didn't know who the hell it belonged to, because the dog destroyed and killed everybody in the vet place. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, so that man, her husband... Is infected and is out there. for sure. And he's out there. But isn't it because of a bite? We don't... Do we know? Because was the little girl bitten? Well... No. 
the little girl wasn't bitten. So how did she get infected? Uh, well, if we go by the the um, speculation about what happens in this mm. movie and how it is, I, I would think it's some kind of airborne virus or some kind mm. of worm is what I read in one place. Mm. I don't know. But I just I just had that brain fart just now. It's like, holy cow. A brain fart? That was a brain light bulb. Well, that's true. That's the Jack Daniels. It's helping me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this guy gets bitten, like we said. The other uh, fireman stays to watch this lady or just, like, kind of stay there. I don't know. Because he just stayed behind. We don't Mm -hmm. really know why he stayed, considering they shot her. Right. Why did he stay? These people are arguing downstairs nonstop, figuring out, oh, my God, we're getting sealed. Okay, there's, like, a textile factory behind them. There's, like, a shutter. Right. In that hallway, so they're like, oh, let's go out through the back. And as this argument is happening, you, the audience, them, everybody's shocked because this Alex, the other firefighter, just falls to his death. Right. Or because, gets pushed. Yeah. And the thing is that the 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 stairwell that goes up to the apartments goes in a, what is that, like a, I don't know. It's not a circular. It's like, I it's don't like know. It's like a U just, shape. It goes yeah. up and up and up and up. And he yeah. fell down that middle section. Not, I don't know how to explain that, but. Me either. He falls all that, all the way down there. And yeah. just like, he's totally screwed up. And he's up. still alive. And he's still alive. He survived that. Yeah. That's crazy. But we see that he's been bitten. Like half of his face is torn off. Yeah. Like the area by the his cheek. mouth, his nose, all it's all gone. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty gross looking. Yeah. Ugh. Then the crazy tenant, Mrs. Izquierdo, Ms. Left, yeah. kills a girl. Mm-hmm. And then and and, and the remaining officer mm-hmm. it, shoots her. Shoots both. Right. Both of them shoots them both. Yeah. And they both land like close to each other. And Angela is in the frame at that point. Mm-hmm. And like talking and wanting Pablo to go back in the film, whatever. And you think they're going to get up in frame. Yeah. They never do. They never do because I kept saying, oh, they're focusing on this yeah. thing in the back because they're going to, because I had forgotten, yeah. they're going to get up. One of them's going to get, but, but that didn't happen. Yeah. So that was that was an exciting moment. It was like you're on the edge of your feet, uh, of your seat and you're thinking this is what's going to happen and it doesn't, which was great because it's not predictable. Was. Yeah. Yeah. Angela and Pablo start interviewing the... I was going to call them the townspeople, the apartment tenants, mm-hmm. right? To see what's going on. And this is when we find the sick girl and we find out about that she has a dog and he's at the vet because he's sick. Mm-hmm. Now, when they do these quarantine and sealing in these movies, mm-hmm. you know, sealing off a place, isn't it? I mean, it is scary. It's just so... It's so cold how they do it. They have no remorse. No compassion. No compassion. Because But do you want them to? And I get I get you it. You on the outside. Right. Do you want them to have compassion. Think about this. I know, but that's so difficult. Like I wonder if these people, whether it's I, I'm assuming it's military, so unfortunately I have to say it's military. Like, do they feel bad? Like, I'm sure they do. Right? Like, how hard is that? Of course that? it's hard. And imagine how much 
trauma that causes them afterwards. Right. Like, that's like, got to be terrible. Exactly. In their head, they, they this has to play over. Oh, my God, mm-hmm. I did this. But I did this for the greater good. But it still doesn't right. make them feel any better. Mm-hmm. And that's got to be... The police that were there, the same thing. Even the doctors and scientists that were supposedly outside the building and the health inspector and All the, those people. It. You have to... I guess they have to separate themselves emotionally and say, okay, if this gets out, it's game over for everybody. Yeah. You know, not just the people in the building. Still got to suck. Because I kept thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Like, how? That's got to be so difficult. I know you don't know these people and it is for the greater good, but sealing up people and then, you know, knowing there's child, a child in there, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard. Yeah. That's got to be really difficult. And, you know, they have a scientist come in or a health inspector, a health inspector with a yeah. hazmat suit. And these hazmat suits, I mean... We're, I think those things are so scary. They're if so I saw scary. That, yes. If, if I saw that somewhere that I was at, right? I, I think that would flip me out. There is that hazmat suit screams danger. Be Game scared over. because there's something in the air mm-hmm. in the environment that's going to kill you. And I'm here to potentially get rid of it, or I don't know. Like it's just really scary how. The, how old is a hazmat suit at this point? Over 50 years old. They're still pretty much the same and very scary looking. Mm-hmm. They haven't made them any better <laughs> looking, you know? And it was scary because things with zombie movies and hazmat suits and ceiling, when COVID was starting mm-hmm. and you would see people in hazmat suits, like when I went, one time I, we had a, I mean, I ended up getting it anyway, so that sucks, but at the beginning, when you ha- I had to get tested because a coworker tested positive, mm-hmm. right? So we all had to test. At that time, the person who tested me was basically in a hazmat suit. Yeah. And it was very intimidating mm-hmm. to see that. I'm like, oh, my God, this is like horror movies. And is this going to turn into like a zombie movie? Well, you, you know? know, remember at the very beginning of that, mm-hmm. I... I know you did. I was, that was in the back of my mind. What mm-hmm. if this turns into some, okay, maybe not people coming to life and killing other people or dying and coming back. Yeah. But like. But you never know. Either. End, end of the world type of virus. Mm-hmm. That very was very scary. It was very scary. And at the beginning, even more. And then, you know, on top of that, you're in healthcare. So that scared me even more. As yeah. a parent, that was terrifying for me. <laughs> yeah. It's scary. So. It's scary to see that or be like even when um I was working on the floor, there's certain bacteria that if a person gets it, you have to go into the room suited up, not like in a hazmat suit, but you have to put like a specific gown and gloves and all of this. And it's just like shit like this exists. Are you shitting me? No. And it had to do with shit. Funny enough. <laughs> that was not intended but all these puns oh my god yeah and it's just it's scary to be put in those situations where you can't see this Mm -hmm. right where if this is an airborne disease or virus in this movie you don't see it either and Mm -hmm. in that sense it's the same thing yes it's technically in the shit this thing i'm talking about at work but it it can also be anywhere Oh my God. So you always had to be careful. So it's this constant, you know, level of stress of am I going to take this 
microbe home with me and am I going to get sick? Is my family going to get sick? Mm -hmm. Because you can't see it. So it's very scary. Yeah, thanks for making me more fucking paranoid than I already am as it is. Anytime. (laughs) That's viruses and bacteria for you. (laughs) Well, we went off on a tangent off of the movie. Hey. So where the hell are we? All right, the hazmat suit guy. The health inspector is Mm -hmm. there supposedly to treat the injured. Right. And and he's back there with the two injured men who, I mean, I, I just, I don't know. It happened very quick. It happened very quick, but given that that man knew, he knew that there was something very seriously wrong here mm-hmm. that was transmittable. He didn't really take a lot of precautions. The... The, the health, health inspector. Dude, yeah. They, he handcuffed one of them. Right. Not the other one. Right. And then all hell broke loose. To be fair, we don't know if this is the beginning of it. So they don't have information. So how does he know that they're going to become aggressive? Because the dog became aggressive and he knows that already. Mm. I mean, okay. we, the audience, don't find out until later, but he mm. already is privy to this information. Mm. Okay, that's fair. I just think he wasn't as cautious as he should have been. Well, doesn't he get killed for that? No, not initially, right? Does he? Get, yes, yes, that's what he, he gets does. killed. That's he gets killed. He so, does. There he you does. go. <laughs> not immediately though, but at some yeah. he will later. Um, but yeah, that the two injured, which is the paramedic and the officer, they seemingly look like they're dead, but then they do come to life. And I don't think they really died. They just transformed. I know, but they look dead yeah. because they're not moving. Right. They're just laying there. They look gruesome. Yeah, and they, they both, I think they both had like cheek bites mm-hmm. or cheek Well, one of injury. them had his throat ripped out and then the side yeah. of his face. And oh, then that's right, the throat. Alex mm-hmm. had his face and his yeah. nose and it was, it was gross. awful. But the thing is that... They they locked them into that area behind the, the apartment that's like a textile place. Mm-hmm. And that's when the inspector says that they're infected with some kind of virus that's similar to rabies. Mm. And and that is when they find out that, that it's it was, the dog. That it's the dog. Right. In that apartment building. Mm-hmm. And since or Angela had been interviewing the little girl... And the little girl told her, I have a dog named Max. She's like, was this dog named Max? And that makes this situation even worse. Because the tenants are already starting to blame each other. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. It's hysteria. Yeah. Because there is an Asian family that lives in the building. They and all of a them. sudden, they start blaming them. Oh, because they eat raw food. And because of this. It, all of a sudden, it's finger pointing. Right. And then all of a sudden, the tenants turn on the on the mom and the kid mm-hmm. in a way because oh, so it's your fault. And what's wrong with this kid? She doesn't have tonsillitis. And the kid is when you meet her, she looks okay. And then every time you see the kid again, and at one point I go, "What's wrong with her lips?" Yes, because they're all starting to get gray. And a little yeah. bloodied. Yeah. It looks like they had cuts on there. Right. So maybe there was some kind of injury. Maybe. I'm not sure. From the dog. Who maybe. knows? But she had something and I'm like, that's that's not tonsillitis because that's, no. That no. doesn't cause that. <laughs> that's very bizarre. And then when they show her again, 
when they realize this whole Max thing, now she really looks like kind of dead. Pretty bad. Dead-ish. And the thing is, the way this part happened mm-hmm. was really freaky because her mom is carrying her. Yeah. She's like, what, four or five years old? I think she said maybe? she was seven, actually. Oh, she did? Okay, I, I guess tiny. I missed that. But yeah. she seems smaller than that. Yeah, she did. But her mom is carrying her. Yeah. And all the tenants are literally looking at her like, it's your fault. It's your fault. Yeah. And she's like, no, no, she has tonsillitis. Ton-. And all of a sudden, the kid turns and bites her mother's face and just runs upstairs. The kid. The kid, yeah. Like a bullet up the stairs. That was crazy. Find out what happens next after this quick break. Lots of panic ensues. Yeah. With this but, kid. But hold on. Before we even get there, it during all of this, mm-hmm. Angela and um, Pablo are filming everything oh yeah i mean even to the point where she gets a little annoying angela gets annoying because she's, she's a little annoying poor guy like yeah. hey get in there film it what's going on tell me tell me i, I oh, felt like yeah. bitch slapping her like dude let him do his job shut yeah. the hell up but anyway i digress yeah so everything goes nuts in that building i mean mm-hmm. the kid takes off she bites um uh they they oh they they handcuffed her mom yep because now she's bitten so clearly clearly, i think they finally put two and two together yeah yeah about Mm -hmm. the spread of this yeah so they 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 handcuff her Mm -hmm. to the stairs at the bottom and in the meantime the zombies that are on the other side of that metal um what is that a shutter Shutter. or whatever that's in the textile place yeah are try- are getting through and they finally do break through. Yeah. And that is when it just all goes to hell in a bread basket. <laughs> Sergio, that's the remaining officer. Right. He finds the little girl. Mhm. I found this scene it's always disturbing. It's kind of like Dawn of the Dead when you yeah. see a kid zombified and it's very simple it's not both situations didn't have that much makeup this one even less it was just her bloodied uh, mouth mm-hmm. coming down her yeah clothes mm-hmm. there goes my ring <laughs> and she looks really scary and she's just standing there just standing there looking at him and of course he kind of looks away for a second trying to get her attention right and the camera is distracting him or distracted him for one second, and that was it. Yeah, that's all it took. She just bit this poor guy. Yeah, yeah. And now he's gone. <laughs> Every The people that remain think that... So there's this intern doctor that's kind of trying to help everybody. Mm-hmm. I guess he's somebody important in this building because he has the keys to everything. Right. I think he was the building manager. Maybe, okay, that makes like sense. Like the land... I, I think he was like the guy who took care of stuff. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, like a landlord or I don't know yeah. what they... I think it's yeah, a building manager. It is a building manager. The super. Yeah. Like a super. That's the word that's I was the word. I was for. trying to think of New York. What are yeah, they called yeah, yeah. up there? Super, like a superintendent. Like a super. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. They go on the hunt for the keys because mm-hmm. they think that they can escape through, I think, the sewers or something, right. I think is what I heard. But they have to go through the textile area to get to the sewer. But then those people who were in there that are now zombies are loose right. as well. Right. So their plan has to change. Now, when they were interviewing and 
basically doing a head count mm-hmm. of the residents of the apartment building. Mm-hmm. We find out that there is a apartment building on the top floor right. that belongs to somebody, but they're not there. Right. They don't really come they around. They haven't lived there for many years is what they said. I'm pretty sure they said years. I can't remember specific wording, but they're not there right now. Mm-hmm. So they just brushed it off that, you know, nobody's living there at the moment. Right. They get the keys, like I said. Now it's the only three that are left are Angela, Pablo, and Manu, which is the firefighter. The firefighter. Mm-hmm. This poor man, he's so brave and he's this like dude the tough guy. Was wielding an axe. Yeah. And and what was the other A mallet. Thing? A mallet? Yeah. Like he was the superhero of like, mm-hmm. I'm taking charge and I am getting rid of all this crazy shit. Yep. But he gets taken down, which yeah. really sucked. I was rooting for that yeah, guy. Yeah, I was too. Of all the people there, I wanted him to survive. Yeah. But at this at this point, every single resident is now infected. Yeah. Everybody. Every one of them. Because Everyone all the them. residents that are infected are now coming up, rushing after them. So yeah, their plan to go to this uh sewer thing doesn't work. They end up going upstairs. Mm-hmm. When this happens to Manu, they have to go to the penthouse. It's the penthouse. That's right. where the person hasn't been. That's what been. they called it, yeah. Right. When they get in there, I mean, you're automatically like, uh, what did I just walk into? Yeah, because the walls are covered with newspaper clippings. Mm-hmm. There's like scientific stuff. Like mm-hmm. somebody's been experimenting and and and... Like you see petri dishes, microscopes, uh, syringe. I mean, and it's all nasty looking. Oh, it's very nasty, and very, and a lot of um religious relics. A lot. There's crosses and um, like religious icons, things, icons, icons on the walls, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And what you find out by reading quickly what's on the walls in a recording is that there was this young girl from uh, Portugal. an area called from in Portugal um, from Madeiros who was a or her her name was Madeiros, Tristana Madeiros. Ooh, that's a mouthful to say. Um, was supposedly possessed by a demon. Right. And this, uh, what is it? A, is he a priest or something? An agent, an agent from the Vatican. That's that's what it was. Mm. Um, is charged to figure out how to fix this problem with this girl but i guess scientifically instead scientifically, of scientifically yes traditionally exactly instead of doing an exorcism that's I what i couldn't think you, of what do you mean <laughs> by tradition <laughs> that jack just hit anyway <laughs> exorcism an exorcism old exactly. school so it looks like he was attempting to treat her and uh, an enzyme became mutated and then that thing became contagious. Mm-hmm. So he left and sealed her in the house to die. Right. And I got to say, when they show her. Yeah. Now, there's no power now right. in this building. Correct. They find a tape recorder. How did they listen to this tape recorder? That is what I was going to say, because the power had been shut off. Right. How did they, it was one of those reel-to-reel recorders. Mm -hmm. How did they get that to work? Because supposedly there was no power. Right. Unless the demonic forces let them listen to the recording. Because that was the one thing I'm like, wait a minute, there's no power. Why is that working? Mm -hmm. Because I mean, you have to connect that. Right. Right? Right. I mean... Anyway, there's no power. So they're relying on the camera. Pablo and Angela are relying on the camera light. 
Mm-hmm. Right. They have like an external bulb from what right. I'm understanding to mm-hmm. see. Right. And the, they tread lightly in this apartment at first. They're looking around. They get to an attic. Of course. Pablo's like, oh, let's go up there. She's like, no. I mean, I no. You agreed with that. And he uses actually the, the camera, camera to look around, which was smart because that's what I would do. It was. I was curious. And enough. right. So he does like a 360 with the camera mm-hmm. at the opening of the attic, right? And <laughs> right as I was about to just, oh, okay, we, we didn't get a little scare. Right. You know, the, you the, the fucking scare. kid scared the shit out of me. There's like a random bloodied kid up there mm-hmm. that just reaches to the camera and messes up the light bulb. Right. So now they don't have light. No, but Pablo is very resourceful. He is. And I've got to preface this with saying that Angela was driving me up the fucking wall in this part. Yeah. Because, like, bad. she wasn't quiet. Like, shut up. She was like, Pablo, Pablo, pa- Pablo. This, and kept Pablo. breathing heavy. And, and breathing. And she's like, <gasps> like, it's like, dude, shut up. But to be fair, I mean, you're panicking. I know, but that's not helping. I know it's not. But, I mean, everybody's different. I don't care. Okay. All right, then. They now use night vision. Yes. He realized, oh, let's use the night vision on the camera. Yeah. Which makes everything look even freakier. Mm -hmm. And that is, go ahead. What? When they see. Oh, yeah. The freaky lady. Like, she comes, she emerges. So you only see her as a silhouette at first. first. And you're like, what the fuck is that? it's very long and lanky. You know what it reminded me of or what? Because I remembered this from the movie. Mm-hmm. Barbarian. Yes. When she showed up. Yes. It kind of reminds me of this, but the Barbarian one was a little bit meatier. This one's like This one dead. is, I mean, obvious, clearly dying of starvation. Yeah. Ugh. She's very creepy. I mean, even just like I said, it starts out as a silhouette. Mm-hmm. And when you're looking at it, you're like, is that a, a person? And then it moves. Yes. You're like, oh shit. Okay, it's it is a thing. And it's a female. It's a because female. They finally show her. Yes. She's in a, a really, oh my God, just such a nasty, dirty underwear and nothing yeah. else. Right. And and like even her breasts are deflated and Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean long hair. Her hair is all stringy. Stringy. I, I mean, mean ugh. But you know, I felt really sorry for it yes. as well because funny how you called it an it yeah so you don't think that at that point that's a human anymore no even though it has a human form that's interesting it's not to me anymore so but what i'm curious about is this was a girl mm -hmm. like a kid right and she grew up so how long has this been going on a long time that's very sad Mm -hmm. and disturbing Mm -hmm. and how you know I think in the pictures, she looked maybe, what, 10? If that. If eight, that. 10 years old when they discovered eight, 10, this. You know? So, she's probably 18, 19. Uh, maybe more. Maybe I don't more. know. Because I don't remember what year they said it was when that happened. I don't, I don't recall. But the thing is that she's been there all this time. Yeah. Ew. It's it's gross. It's sad. It, it is kind of sad and very scary. So well, let's back it up to scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she's very scary. She's walking around and they're kind of like trying to avoid her. But, you know, they make 
noise and she catches them. She goes after poor Pablo first, who we never see. Yeah, by the way, that's true. You never see Pablo's face. Ever. Ever at all. Poor guy. I know. So he gets killed. The The camera drops. We see Angela in night vision. I think she's trying to reach for the camera. And then same thing. She gets dragged away into the darkness screaming. But I mean, first you get this very close up look of her. Yeah. In the camera with the night vision. And mm-hmm. I mean, her. she looks so terrified. An- Angela does. And it's the way she's dragged yeah, because it's final. clearly this this girl is hungry. So yeah. maybe she's thinking, "Hey, now you got is, two for one." Yeah, it's food for a while. I would be. I mean, this it's so dark in there. I would be just that alone would be so terrifying mm-hmm. for me. That helpless, like you can't see shit. Yeah, and obviously this thing has adapted to well, the darkness like all too. Things that evolve in darkness. Yeah. yeah. Oh, poor thing. I, I feel bad for her. Yeah. I do. T- I feel sorry for the human being that it yeah. used, that she used to be. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. she's still a human being, but she's been treated like some kind of science experiment. Yeah. I mean, I think that's deplorable. It is. I want to know. Oh, and that's how the movie ends. Right. She gets dragged away. And, and that's it. And that's it. I'm dying to see the other ones mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Because I just want to connect the stories and see where they take this. From what I read, the second one takes off directly yes. after all this happens. I, I read know that. I saw it. I remember absolutely nothing. nothing. Yeah. I remembered more about this one mm-hmm. than I expected to, but um, I just don't remember the second one at all. Yeah. Maybe when I watch it, it'll be like, oh, yeah. yeah I don't know yeah, if yeah. I ever did watch it. I know I saw Quarantine, the mm-hmm. remake, but a part two to this, I don't think so. Yeah. I want to know, who is that kid? I'm going to, well, I have a theory, and you and I discussed it, Mm -hmm. so we're going to discuss it here. What if this agent, who has been trying to find this, isolating this enzyme Mm -hmm. that this poor child carried, right, supposedly, what if he impregnated her? Hmm. And she had a child. Mm Mm-hmm. And maybe the reason behind doing that was to find some kind of solution through that child. I don't know. That's all I can think of. Like, they have no... Where did this kid come from? I don't know. Nobody said there was a missing child in the building. No. The only thing extra that they said was that the Asian family had a father... Who was sick. Who was sick. Right. That we never met. That never got touched on. But clearly, once they all went up to the apartment, he must have turned. Yeah. Yeah. Because they all came out barreling mm-hmm. as zombies. Unless we find out in part two who that kid is. Maybe. Because he was all bloody. Yeah. Like if he was infected, unless he was hurt and hiding. I but, think he was infected. I mean, I do too. But what if the alternative is that he was hurt and hiding? But why would you be in there? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Very I, strange. I, I'm very curious as to what the purpose of that is. What that boy was doing there. Yeah. Me too. And I, I really suspect that that might be the reason. Mm-hmm. I might be wrong, but that was the first thing I thought about. Yeah. And you saw your face was like, oh, when mm-hmm. I told you my idea. Yeah. My theory. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll have to watch part two. Maybe our answers will be there. Maybe. Ready to head into categories? Yes, indeed. Sound and movie. We both went... <gasps> 
So go. Well, it's found footage. <laughs> yeah. So obviously there was no additional sound. I will say there isn't, right? So I think the hysteria of the people mm-hmm. was very impactful sound-wise. That yeah. I mean, they played it off really well. It's it's amazing how this movie takes place in five hours, mm-hmm. maybe if that. Yes, because they get there at two a.m. No, it's after two. Because she after was two, at the that's fire right. station at two. So maybe not. Maybe even within two hours. Yeah. Everybody was hysterical. Everybody hated each other and blamed each other. Mm-hmm. They didn't come together. Right. It's just amazing how... Quickly we deteriorate. Quickly, yes. Yeah. And it's so sad that instead of just trying to help each other, you do the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. You just... Point oh, it was finger. you, it was you, it was you, it was you. Yeah. Like, what? What the fuck? Yeah. Instead of banding together, which maybe that would have helped them better. Who knows? I don't think anything would have helped, but I agree with you in, in that it is really sad Mm -hmm. to see how quickly people just turned on each other in a matter of hours. Mm -hmm. And also how quickly something like that, that type of virus, um, spread. Yeah. Agree. Best scene. What's your best scene? Wow. Man, there's a lot of great scenes in this. So it's really hard to pinpoint, but I actually like the moment that they see the creature. Mm. Not that you see it full on. The silhouette the part. The silhouette. Yeah. Because if that were me, mm. I, I even think I said it because I had forgotten really how lanky it was. Yeah. In my head, I, if that were me, I would be saying, what the fuck is that? Right. Yeah. I would be too. <laughs> and then, of course, when you see it full on, I, I couldn't like look away. I was disgusted. Yeah. And yet, at the same time, I couldn't help but look and look at every inch of the body and how deteriorated and how disgusting it looked. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just a tad. Just a tad. What about you? Mine was actually with the little girl when Mm. she, when the cop uh, went after her and found her in that apartment building. Mm -hmm. She looks so scary to me. And it's a child, it's so intimidating. A child. And I mean, I think the creature thing is really scary, but I found her even worse because she had a look to her that was oh, she very had, you know, evil. You know what her look was? What? I, I'm going to tell you why that freaked you out. Why? We just saw Dawn of the Dead, the remake. Yeah. The little girl at the beginning, uh-huh. I think she emulated her. Yeah, it had that same like, she oh, had I'm going to eat look, you. Even this here in the um, mouth the area mouth with area. the blood. Right. That was pretty much the same. Yeah. So it's just, it's scary. It's always scary to see a kid. Mm-hmm. Or a zombie baby. Zombie, yeah. <laughs> Zombified child. but And do it so well like that, that I was like, ooh, heebie-jeebies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about best character for you? Uh, Manu. Yeah. The firefighter. Me too. I, I thought I he was, was so sad when he died. Yeah, he was very level-headed. I didn't, I don't think anybody was going to survive, yeah. honestly. Well, it's kind of hard. You're trapped yeah. in a building with a disease or a virus that's just going to pretty much eventually kill the entire planet. So, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what about our best unlikable character? Um, you know what? I don't have any unlikable characters. I'm very... I don't either. But I am going to say, 
I think that mother knew because of the way she was acting. You know what? You're right. I think she if, knew if, something. If anybody there was wrong, mm-hmm. was was questionable in character and yeah. moral or morale. Yeah, morals. Morals, yeah. Yeah, morals. Um, you're right. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Oh, you do think she knew something? Something's off. Because she was projecting by blaming someone else. Correct. And the way she kept saying the daughter thing. That she had tonsillitis. And I almost didn't buy that there was a father outside with medicine. Why couldn't the health person bring it? Oh. So very suspect. I don't believe her 100%. Just saying. I never thought of it that way. Mm-hmm. Suspect. Okay, then I'm gonna I'm gonna join me. Yeah, I'm gonna bite you on that one. <laughs> no pun intended again. Yep, yep. <laughs> and uh yeah, I just hadn't thought of it because I just didn't have any really right un super unlikable. You know, there's always that one, mm-hmm. but you, in thinking about it now that you said that, yeah, actually she was pretty disgusting. Yeah. I think she knew. If she knew something, then she was despicable. A biatch. Yes. What character would you be? I don't know. I I don't mean to do this to you, but I think you would be Angela in trying to see what's, especially with a zombie mm-hmm. situation, because I, I think I've said this in another zombie movie. I think you secretly want this to happen, <laughs> but not really, because I mean, it does suck, but I think you secretly want an apocalypse. I think you really want this. I think there needs to be an apocalypse theme park uh-huh. that you can live this out. Well, I mean, I kind of did when I went to Halloween Horror Nights. You did. But I mean, like, maybe you stay there for like five days. And get it out of my system. And like get fake guns and you make a fake fort and like see who wins in a simulated Walking Dead situation. (laughs) I think you would be so... Why hasn't anyone done this? Actually, you just gave somebody a great idea, and now we're out. Fuck! A million this is bucks. the third time I give a good idea on this show. Somebody better come back and no, get we me. need money out of that anyway. Yeah, okay, copyright. But <laughs> how many times have we not? Okay, have I not made a fortress around our neighborhood and said in your head? Okay, not for real. You well, haven't gone and put up a fortress. Well, obviously okay. not. Well, you made it sound like you put up a fortress. No, no, no. An imaginary like. Yes, I we've have, had this conversation. We've had the conversation of if this happened, how can we fortify mm-hmm. and our neighborhood? What what resources do we have, mm-hmm. and how far out do we need to fence ourselves in, right, to keep them out? Yeah, okay, stop looking at me that way. Yeah, but we have we've had this conversation because this, and that's the thing with these movies. It happens in the blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. And it's like you ha- you can't even prepare. It's not like a hurricane right. or some kind of natural disaster. You ha- you're you're caught off guard. Mm-hmm. So it's good to have a plan. But I think we do have a plan, though. We do. We even have rules. Yes, we do. But the point is, I think you secretly want this, <laughs> so you would be the one at the front trying to see everything that's going on. Well, yeah, and more information is right. now is power. I I know. I agree. But you would her so there you go (laughs) zombie theme park um i for you i really maybe that intern doctor Mm. because i know that 
stuff like that kind of sometimes fascinates you, mm-hmm. like medical stuff and finding out the why. But there's no one else here that really, I felt, emanated you. Agree. Um, maybe some of Manu in the sense that I think that you would be a big fighter, mm-hmm. like a physical fighter. I'll try. I know Until I go will. down. <laughs> I don't think that would be me as much, but yeah. I think that you would be more of the fighting, fuck this, I'm getting this hat, this this mallet, because you were like cheering them on with the mm. mallet. So I can see you wielding that mallet or that, ow, that hurt. Ow. <laughs> or that axe like he would. So there you go. That's who you would emulate. I think Perfect. that would be closer to you. Definitely. I want... My weapons of choice, shotgun number one. Mm-hmm. And I would definitely not mind wielding some kind of axe or mallet, maybe or both. I mean, That's they're pretty heavy. Carry, man. It's heavy, but listen, you got to be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for being prepared. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So, does it hold up? Yes. <laughs> And now our seven rules on how to survive a horror movie. We apply these seven rules to the horror movies we watch, tally them up, and see if they increase or lower your chances of surviving. Most of the time, it's you're going to die. It's dismal. Rule number one, don't say hello or who's there. Rule number two, turn on the lights. Rule number three, don't split up. That's probably the rule that's broken the most. It really is. Rule number four, (laughs) don't go upstairs in the basement, the attic. Yep. Yep. Rule number five, why are you going in there if it says don't enter? Look spooky, no trespassing. Rule number six, make sure the bad guy is dead. And rule number seven, no Ouija board or seance. What do we have? All right, we have splitting up. Everybody yeah, splits everybody up. Everybody split up. At some point or another, everybody splits up. People run yeah. all over the damn place. Uh, The attic? Yep. They went into the attic. But they kind of had no choice, did they? No, but they didn't have to look in there because if they didn't look in there, they wouldn't have lost the light and right. maybe they would have found some other way. Some they could have gone out a window. Out. I don't know. They could have maybe prolonged their yep. Yep. demise, but still. Yep. <laughs> what else? Uh, they didn't make sure the bad guy is dead because we forgot to mention when they did shoot that old lady or the older lady. And can't they even kept tell. calling her la vieja, which means old lady. Old lady. And the young girl. Right. Which we have no idea who she was. No, they just kept calling her the Colombian girl. Right. It's so it's a tenant. It's somebody who right. lived there. They got up. Right. Because they went back to that apartment and later. They were gone. And they were gone. Yeah. They were making sure the bad guys were dead. Yeah. The head people. Mm-hmm. The head. The head. Um, what else? What why are you going in there? I mean, it kinda counts for the penthouse, like but they didn't really have a choice either. Right. And the, the lights, I mean, they lost power. So yeah, they, really they don't have control over that. So, yeah. so yeah. mostly don't split up and don't go into the attic. Mm-hmm. So two out of seven. And make sure the uh, bad guy is dead. So three out of seven. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Mm-hmm. And they still died. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least. Scream Award. How many times Erica screams in a movie and pretty much blows out my eardrums? In this one, I think two out of five. I think you, I only recall one where you freaked me out because it was so loud. I'm sorry. And in my ear. Well, you know, you're right there. Yeah, I know. Then sit somewhere else. That's my spot. Then I'll go watch it at home. my house. Well, I'll go watch it at home then. Nah, it's okay. (laughs) It's all good. Mm Mm-hmm. So what, what are we deciding on? Well, I just remember one. 
But if you think it was two, then that's fine too. I'm gonna okay. Let's just wrap it up at two over five. Two out of five. I I think it's two over five. Yeah, we watched this movie on Amazon with our Amazon subscription. You can <laughs> you can also watch it on Tubi for free, and you can rent it on Vudu, YouTube, Google, Apple TV, and Redbox. All right. One last thing I want to mention. It has nothing of importance, honestly. Those apartments were fucking big. <laughs> They looked really nice. It's a shame that they are such. They're. I mean, a lot of the old. apartments in in Spain, the old apartments, maybe yeah. not the newer stuff. I don't know, um, are like that, and they're very, very much about a hallway. Yeah, a very long, deep hallway that branches out. That's why I asked you last night when we watched the movie if you remembered Nena's apartment when we went to Spain, and you kind of vaguely remember. Eh, kind of, but it was a long hall. Yeah. And it's it's so odd the way the apartments in there are. I've not seen them like that anywhere else, not even in New York City or anything like that. Yeah, it's a style. But they have a specific style to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they were big and nice. They were very nice. Kind of like in Veronica. Yes. That so. one was like winged like a U. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That was a really that cool, one was weird apartment. Yeah. But think about it. Two apartment buildings per, or two apartment, apartment, excuse me. Let me repeat that. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jack, enough. Um, two apartments per floor. Right. So that's a lot. And the building was fairly big. It wasn't it super big. like tiny narrow. Yeah. So I mean, it had a textile plant and, behind yeah. it. Well, I mean, factory. that's kind of common over there where at the bottom mm-hmm. floor you have other like commercial places mm-hmm. and then you go up into the building. So interesting. Yeah. Uh, kind of like New York has that too. So they do. Yeah. Big cities. So at the end of our last podcast on Dawn of the Dead remake, we let everyone know what we were going to be watching. And I hope some of you all out there um, listened and watched Wreck. And if you did, tap us on uh, Instagram and the Facebook. <laughs> the Facebook? The wow, Facebook. you took it back. On Facebook. Yeah. Um, and let us know your thoughts. Um, we'll be posting, obviously. So just let us know if you saw it, what you thought, what your ideas are on the end, who the, the, the girl was. How about the kid in the attic, the boy? Yeah. Um, share. Let us know what you think. And for next month, we are going into one of my other favorite themes, and I think you enjoy this as well, May Hauntings. Oh, yes. And we are kicking it off with a movie I haven't watched in so long, and I love it. I hope I still love it. Insidious. Oh, yeah. Finally doing this one. This one's a fun one. I know. We're going to have to record myself watching this movie because i, I, I know so. i jumped the shit out of this movie <laughs> okay <laughs> like this movie has scared me multiple times so we may have to consider doing that for fun i think i'm gonna so we can to... all laugh at me i'm yeah man i'm kind of cool with that i'm i'm down with that one i figured you would oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that's a wrap on wreck thank you for joining us today at horror cafe podcast you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram with our handle, Horror Cafe Podcast. And you can also visit our website and listen to our episodes there. You can find us at horrorcafepodcast.com. And if you're so inclined, drop us a snail mail, which is now email at info at horrorcafepodcast.com. We love getting emails and we do reply. Or you can DM us on Facebook or Instagram. And until next time... 
Stay spooky. Stay spooky. Bye, everyone. Bye.